0: Forever dog.
1: Hi, Anna. Hi Andrew. Hey, everybody else. This is
0: it is, damn, it's a scary stories to tell in the pod.
1: It is. It's a podcast all about scary stories and urban legends and spooky things. Um I I uh, I once again we are on opposites coasts. Everything's cool though. We're gonna be fine.
0: Everything's okay. It's a it's still a podcast, you can still listen to it.
1: Yes. Anna Anna might sound like she's on a phone, but don't worry. It's all fine.
0: We realized in the the middle of last episode that it wasn't uh necessarily recording, but, mm-hmm. um, but you know what? You get what you get and you don't get upset.
1: You get what you get and you don't get upset. And that is uh, the end of the episode.
0: <laughs> and that is why so many people are addicted to pills, is that exact
1: <laughs> uh, saying.
0: <laughs> um, Andrew, yes? it's your time to tell a story.
1: Uh, it is. Well, it's actually my time to tell... A urban legisode, I think. That's still a story. Yeah, it is. It is. I didn't mean to actually you. You know what? I'm You know what? I'm a monster.
0: Leave it in. (laughs) I it's time other people see what the fuck I'm dealing with. (laughs) Andrew, you're toxic.
1: Toxic. You're harmful. I'm slipping under. Um (sighs) I know it's been a while since we've had an urban legend episode after our three scary story. Oh. Week. and some of you were very upset. And we get it. Uh, we're back to normal Wednesdays. Everything's cool. Yeah, um, it's
0: normal Wednesdays,
1: baby. <laughs> uh, Anna, I my urban legend today is kind of an urban legend motif
0: oh. um,
1: of spooky dogs.
0: Oh. oh. I was expecting more of a ramp up and then you just said what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And I, uh, I gasped. I guessed.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not great for I'm build excited. up or denouement. Um, yeah, me too. Me too. I I felt like this would be a lush, um, a lush subject to dive into, especially because so many people have written in about their dogs seeing or experiencing ghosts or seeing spectral ghosts. Um, uh, uh, we can't read all of those obviously, but I figured like in homage to all of those messages, I'd kind of do a little bit of research about the idea of ghostly dogs and also dogs seeing ghosts.
0: That's very good. Very
1: us. Um, So, largely, I'm drawing from uh, our favorite book, Wikipedia, although I'll be uh, talking about some other articles as well. But I figured a good place to start, when you do type in ghost dog into Google, you get the Wikipedia page, black dog, in parentheses, ghost. Oh,
0: my God. (laughs) This is, there's two Ghost dog stories in these books.
1: Two and kind of similar: the black dog and the little black dog. Yeah, yeah. So one's an
0: a hole, and one's just also there. I think.
1: Yeah so one we'll get one kills men, one kills dogs. I think. That's or, right. Yeah, that's right. That's like right. That. We'll get we'll get to it. We'll get it. So a black dog uh, is a motif of a spectral or demonic entity found primarily in the folklore of the British Isles. The black dog is essentially a nocturnal apparition, in some cases a shapeshifter, and is often said to be associated with the devil or described as a ghost or hellhound. Um, Which I've always wondered, hellhound, devil dog. Um, Devil dog. Devil dog. I love a devil dog. (laughs) Me too. I prefer
0: a funny bone, but I'll take a devil
1: dog. Devil dog is not iced and funny bone is iced, is that correct? Uh,
0: Devil dog is iced in the middle, and a funny one is a completely different snack. It's a roll with peanut butter in peanut it, and it's butter. coated entirely in chocolate-like substance.
1: That's the difference. Yes, that, did is that like a is that like a regionalism thing, or was that just like made up by a little Debbie or like Drake, who whatever the? Oh, it's Drake's.
0: Is that reg- Is Drake's regional?
1: I don't know because I feel like sometimes I'll mention oh. Drake's, and people have no idea what that is. Maybe Um,
0: it's a Northeast thing. Maybe it is. There's no way for us to find out by Googling. So listeners, please tell
1: us. Yeah. Shout it. Um, It is generally supposed to be larger than a normal dog and often has large glowing eyes. Ooh, now I'm spooked. It is sometimes associated with electrical storms, such as Black Shuck's appearance at Bungay Suffolk. Um, (laughs) And in case you're wondering, uh, Black Shuck is also known as Old Shuck or Old Shock Or simply shuck um, (laughs) is uh, some people consider it a cryptid, but really it's more of a a ghost dog from East Anglia, um, which is like Norfolk, Suffolk, Cambridgeshire, uh, Essex, that sort of area. Um, It's often thought of as an omen of death, much like a banshee. But in other instances, it is described as, I'll quote, companionable. (laughs) Um, which is funny that shuck is derived from the Old English word for <laughs> – the Old English word skucka, which means devil or fiend. Um, and the root word is skuh, which is to terrify.
0: Do better. Make a better language.
1: Yeah. Start over. Anglo-Saxons have a lot of nerve for thinking their culture is so beautiful when Old English is a filthy-sounding language.
0: <laughs> it feels very first draft. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um – so uh blah, blah, blah. the origins of the black dog are difficult to discern. It is uncertain whether the creature originated in the Celtic or Germanic elements of British culture. Throughout European mythology, dogs have been associated with death. Why would that be?
0: I you know what, Andrew? Some people are afraid of dogs. Like if yeah. you don't grow up with them. I I there was a very large dog who was on the show the past weekend and some people were afraid of it, and I just I empathize and I understand, but I was really unable to get inside that mentality.
1: Yeah, I guess if it, I guess if it's a, it's funny, I feel more uneasy around very small dogs with needle-like teeth. and I think it's because mm. that's the only sort of dog that I've been bitten by, you know. Sure. Um, but yeah, I think sometimes if you have a bad formative experience, in my neighborhood yeah. in, in my neighborhood in Florida, um, there was a, a, a St. Bernard named Daisy who was just sort of lawless and was always getting loose. Um, and- lawless and loose.
0: <laughs> My kind of daisy.
1: <laughs> and she, we, this canal ran through our neighborhood and it was like a canal that y- distinctly you were not supposed to swim in because, you know, all sorts of pesticides and, uh, you know, fertilizers would go into there and it was not, and regularly, if you were like sitting in your backyard, you just see Daisy swimming down the like length of the canal. Um, oh, wait,
0: what kind of dog was
1: she? A St. Bernard, huge, oh, Saint massive. Oh, St. Bernard, that's right. Yeah. Daisy. And so Daisy would regularly get loose and the family that had Daisy, um, it was one of those families, like they were kind of like a young, hot couple and they had babies and And, um, they just, they, they had gotten Daisy as a puppy and then Daisy got huge and they didn't know what to do with her. So she was like good natured, but she was, she was out of control. And so they used to like, sometimes they'd be like, you know, to us neighborhood kids be like, can you help us find Daisy? And we'd go find Daisy. But the, the risk was always like Daisy was trying to play, but her head was the size of like a big trash can. And so, you know how, like when a dog, like kind of lovingly puts its mouth around your hand, if Daisy yeah. did that to me as a child, it was like her, she was like biting my shoulder. Like my whole oh. hand was in, my whole arm was in her mouth. Um, oh my god! She's the only big dog that I've been like directly afraid of. And not because she wished harm, but because she just didn't know how huge she was. Um, oh my
0: god, Daisy. Daisy.
1: But she was not a black dog and um black dogs are generally regarded as sinister or malevolent and a few uh-huh. such as the barguest and the shuck are said to be directly harmful. What's the barguest? <gasps> oh. The what? The barguest is is another um there are all sorts of different black dog <coughs> monsters in the English isle. Um Oh, it's a monstrous black dog with large teeth and claws. Oh, big surprise. Uh, although some people describe it as looking like an elf, which feels, you know, come on.
0: Can we get on the same page? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, wait, Anna. Some black dogs, however, such as the Girt Dog. <laughs> yes, I'm listening. In Somerset and the Black Dog of the Hanging Hills in Connecticut, ooh, are said to behave ooh. benevolently. Some, known as guardian black dogs, guide travelers at night onto the right path and guard them from danger. I like that. That's sweet. That's um, good. That is good. Um, most recently, like we've seen black dogs used uh, as serious blacks, Animagus form and Harry Potter, uh, the series. Also, um, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's Hound of the Baskervilles features a hellhound, um, though it is in fact not really supernatural. Um, this is not a black dog, oh. but I feel like I can't not mention this. Uh, before we started recording, I was talking with Alec that um, I had noticed a while back that he posted a picture of a very gorgeous was it a golden retriever, kind of frolicking amidst coffins. <laughs> um, okay. and, and um, Alec's parents uh work work at a mortuary, is that correct? And they have a dog what? that did not pass. What? Uh, A dog did not pass the service dog test, but is a very good, um, like, emotional support dog. So it is the, like, the funeral home dog, which I thought was the sweetest thing imaginable.
0: Alec, your parents are morticians? Uh, My mom pre-plans
1: funerals. (laughs) That's, that's, Mm -hmm. (laughs) wow. This is the best news. It's always good to know that that's out there. Okay, let's see. Oh. Yes, I... F- okay. <gasps> Do... Du- oh. Its name is DuBerry? That- oh, it's a yellow lab. Wow. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. Did he just hang out? It looks like he just hangs out. And this video, he has his own Instagram account, which is Funeral Dog, And that's D-U-B-A-R-R-Y. Wow. Oh. Well, I know where I'm getting... I know where I'm getting funeral homed. Wow. What a sweet looking dog. Uh, what a great oh idea. Oh my God. That's so good. Um, and then I also thought real quick, another thing to look at would be um, dogs who see ghosts. I know, yeah. I know we've often discussed um, a lot of people. And again, yeah, a lot of people have mentioned um, their dogs like barking at empty closets. Their hackles rising. Um So I decided to look up what, uh, if any scientific evidence there is of this, uh, I was taken to the American kennel club site. Uh, the article is Ken dogs, see ghosts by Alexandra (laughs) Anastasia.
0: Wait, I've read this article before. (gasps) Oh, of course you have. There's a picture of it on my, um, Instagram.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's good. Is it? Oh, the dog is like a husky and it looks like it's seeing a ghost. Yeah. And it's
0: going, oh.
1: Yeah, exactly. It is making the face a dog would say would make if they were looking at ghost. Um okay. So, American chemical Club says no your dog cannot see ghosts. Um which is a bummer.
0: It's <laughs> an you can't guarantee that at
1: all. Yeah, come on. Um They say your own perceptions play a part. Much of a dog's behavior can be a mystery to an owner, but there are countless examples that leave us wondering if the unimaginable is actually conceivable. When someone is inclined inclined to believe in the paranormal, some dogs may exhibit behaviors that make it look like they are perhaps sensing an apparition is nearby, says Dr. Mary Birch, director of the American Kennel Club Family Dog Program and a certified animal behaviorist. This may be the dog that stops and stands still at any given point in the house and the owner later finds out someone died there. If a dog is standing in a corner, barking at nothing visible, could it be that he senses something out of the ordinary, or perhaps he stays close to an object that is associated with a deceased family member, whether, whether it is a favorite chair, Uh, or the side of the bed, as if that person is still present. Dr. Birch points out that when a dog barks, it appears to be nothing. An owner sometimes thinks it's because he's seeing a ghost or picking up on something she can't. While clairvoyance generally falls outside of what we can prove in terms of science, we do understand and have research on a dog's basic five senses, she says. Um, And, apparently, in addition to the five senses, dogs also possess a sixth sense. Oh my god. Um... Which uh, which is the uh, like a gut feeling that they get when something doesn't feel right. The difference, though, is that dogs are more open to trusting what they feel and acting on those feelings accordingly, while most people's minds analyze what's going on and deny the possibility that auras or spirits exist. Dogs are remarkable creatures with senses that far exceed the humans, explains Dr. Birch. Now, here's the big gag from that. <laughs> that makes it sound like dogs also believe in ghosts. <laughs> Which, oh, yeah. Which I kind of, uh, frankly, I love that even more. I would rather that than a dog seeing ghost. I love the idea that dogs are like, yeah, they are ghosts. Oh,
0: that's so sweet. Of course they do. They love people so much.
1: That they have to think that people keep going.
0: They have to. They have to believe.
1: Um, and then it kind of yeah. goes on. I... Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: I was just going to say, I think a lot of the, it is smells.
1: Oh, like, yeah. Like our
0: smells linger for a very long time and they kind of want to be near the smells.
1: Right. Right. And I think too, um, I don't know. Dogs are weird. They have weird behaviors that we'll just never be able to understand.
0: Um, I'm ha- tenderly kissing Ladybird right on her face, to so <laughs> so speak.
1: Have you heard that story about the cat that goes into, uh, that like, is it a funeral oh, home? Oh, God. And it that goes into the me. room of a person who's going to die. I hate that. That scares my ass. Yeah. I don't like that cat. How do they know? Well, I guess it's like, it's mostly like how rude to be like, yeah, I can sense. Yeah. You, you really seem like you're going to die soon. You know,
0: the, that cat is the equivalent of your coworker being like, oh my God, you look tired. Are you sick? <laughs> and you're like, no, I'm just not wearing makeup. And they're like, I think you're sick. <laughs> Like, I'm actually I'm good. I didn't need that right now, if I'm being honest.
1: Yeah. I do um I, I've liked cats here and there, but I, I'm I'm more I I believe more that they sense the supernatural than dogs. I think dogs are just like very empathetic like we are, and yeah, they're like, Yeah, something strange happened in that corner, I'm gonna snarl at it. Oh yeah. Um They
0: got all sorts of feelings and they don't understand a single thing.
1: Now, of course, they see ghosts. It kind of gets into precognition with dogs, um, which is a—I mean, it's a thing in in that like there are service dogs that can detect when you're about to have a seizure, you know? Right. Um, But that's more about their sense of hearing and smells. right? Which is which is crazy. That's crazy that they can do that. No. Oh, yeah. I um, I. I'm amazed that – it's so funny to me that dogs like knowing they have a job and how stressful (laughs) it would be if you were a human being who your job was to sense when someone was going to have a seizure. That would be so scary. Uh,
0: Well, they just – they like a task and they like when things are straightforward.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I always feel weird when people train their dogs to play dead when they like do – when they're like bang – what I feel weird about is that always part of that is the dog, like, barking and then falling down, which is like, that's not what would happen <laughs> if a dog got shot.
0: <laughs> oh, boy, I am
1: know. I, am I a psychopath for thinking that?
0: I They go, ooh, yay.
1: <laughs> oh, brother, not again.
0: Uh, a dog could never get shot because then that would make me sad.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. Dogs don't get shot. They dodge it with their dog-like reflexes. They run away. Um, And then uh, the final thing. Can dogs see things that we can't? The level of a dog's hearing also surpasses a human's, and dogs possess the ability to hear higher-pitched noises from a greater distance. Dogs' auditory perception is another area where they perceive the world around them in a vastly different way from human beings. These differences may be connected to their ability to pick up on different and undetectable phenomenons that we don't. A dog's field of vision is much wider than ours. They can see objects at a greater distance. I didn't know that. And their ability to see yeah. in twilight, dusk, and dawn is far superior to ours, making it possible to pick up on certain movements that are undetectable to the human eye. It could be absolutely accurate that the dog is picking up on something we may not be able to see. But what they are be- what they what we are perceiving. Whoops! But what they are perceiving may not be Casper the Friendly Ghost. I don't love that.
0: Don't talk down to me. I like ghosts. I'm not stupid. I'm
1: an adult who just googled. Did my dog see a ghost? Treat me with respect,
0: please. I'm never having children. Not ever. <laughs> be kind. <laughs>
1: Uh, and so that is my investigation into ghostly dogs. There's a lot more to mine, probably for a future episode, but I thought that would be a good introduction to the subject.
0: Yeah, let us know if your dog sees ghosts. Um, well, I'm sure we'll do a follow-up episode with oh, more. there's, there's no just, doubt. We've, we've barely scratched the surface. Um, the idea of a dog seeing a ghost is scary because they just seem so impartial. Like, why would they pretend... Yeah. You know, they're just r- little reaction machines.
1: I, yeah, I think I would be more s- like, like in Me, Ty, Doty, Walker, when the dog talks, like oh, that yeah. scares me. Like uh the video where, um, where there's like a German shepherd and the owner is like, do you want it? Do you want it? And the dog goes, I want it. Like, I don't, oh, yeah, I don't love that. Um, <laughs>
0: And that's I, the same thing as a ghost. Honestly. That's the same thing know, as a I'm ghost. Not being but true.
1: Although I far prefer dogs talking to cats talking.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, cats are better at it.
1: Yeah. Oh, Don John. Oh, Don Yeah. We've already extensively covered the cat that said, "I'm Alan," in the alley near my apartment in Brooklyn. Um, I'm Alan. I'm Alan. I'm Alan. But yeah, cats. <laughs> when cats talk, I'm like. What sort of mischief are you getting up to? When a dog God. talks it's like run around. It's like saying run nonsense.
0: Around. Instead of a cat saying I'm Ellen and <laughs> I'm friends with George Bush.
1: <laughs> I suffocated your baby. They've got such scary noises. There's this really great video of I think two lynxes like face to face with each other. And they're just shouting in each other's faces, going, ah, ah,
0: ah. Hold on. It's Let's pull funny. it up. Let's pull it up.
1: <laughs> I think it's two lynxes.
0: I got it. I got it. I got it. Here we go.
1: Yeah, they make so much noise. (laughs) They're
0: standing so... (laughs) (laughs) This is me and Rachel Nitsky when we see each other.
1: (laughs) Oh my, God! a a thing has never felt more viscerally true to me. (laughs) There would be, every time we would have a gentleman party rehearsal, there would be like 12 minutes to you and Rachel being like, ah, like making insane noises (laughs) at each other.
0: Oh, my God. It's really, anytime Bone comes into the office, we both go, oh.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there are so many good. Good. There are so many Um, good. um,
0: Anyway, those links were fucking.
1: So yeah. guys, thanks
0: for tuning in. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, we can't forget. Um it's time oh, it's time it's for our closing segment.
0: Closing segment that we like to call S-
1: scary, scary spooky ideas.
0: Things, ideas for, for things, things that, that could, could happen.
1: happen.
0: <laughs> oh. We boy. did it.
1: We did it. Um yeah, this is the part where Anne and I each come up with just a um a scary couple of sentences of something that could happen. Um yeah. a- Anna, do you have one or should I start? I do. Okay. Okay.
0: You find on your cheek an eyelash and you go to blow it off your finger to make a wish. And your wish comes true. A minion walks up <laughs> and says, "That's my hair." For my head, (laughs) and he puts it on his head, and he says, I have to go to work where my work is pleasuring women because I'm short. And then he picks up his briefcase and walks to the bus stop.
1: That That could (laughs) happen. (laughs) that was the wish you wished for that you wished for every part of that to happen and it did you wished for a minion to walk in and tell you that's my hair and then explain his job in pleasuring women sex worker and then he goes and waits at the bus stop that's, that's a good one. Okay. I'll, that I'll, could happen. That could happen. Okay. You can't say it couldn't. No. Prove it. Okay, <laughs> okay. Here's mine. You're seven years old and you're visiting your cousins. And you go into their bedroom and they're both playing with a desktop fan and they're talking into it. And one of them goes up to it and their voice sounds like this. Hello, I am an alien. And then the next one goes, Hello, I am also an alien. And then they tell you to try. And you go up. And when you speak into it, your voice doesn't change at all. That could That could happen. That really
0: could happen.
1: And what a strange, what a strange, scary thing.
0: And then you look in the mirror and your face is a fan.
1: (laughs) And then you look back and the, and the fan kisses you and then you both get married.
0: And then you are so happy.
1: And that, yeah,
0: that could happen. That That could could happen. happen. Be nice.
1: Yeah. Someone's getting off on that somewhere.
0: Somebody is.
1: Um, To them,
0: we say happy birthday (laughs) and good job.
1: (laughs) And to you, we say, get Get out." out